Let's actually record the podcast. Okay, welcome back to Haunting Crimes. Haunting Crimes. And with our special guest, Andrew. 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 So our um, number one fan. Our number one fan, but also our like only fan. Our only fan, <laughs> which means that uh, the people that listen to our podcast is going to go down to zero. Maybe. Unless you want to listen to your own voice. I'm, I'm the one that matters, right? Yes. Yes. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Love. Yeah. I got a notification from um, Anchor that was like, you should probably post soon because I remember last week you had like 18 viewers or whatever or something like that and you want to keep up that streak. I'm like, mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> we're just doing it as we can. Yeah. Anyway, it's a special week. A special week, Friday the 13th. Yes. Nooky Spooky Friday the 13th episode. Yes. That's why Andrew is here for a special guest. Talk, to talk about Friday the 13th. But first, let's not talk about that at all. And let's talk about the exorcism of Roland Doe. Okay. Let's do that. So, I'm sure many people watched The Exorcist. I have not seen The Exorcist. <sighs> I have seen The Exorcist. Okay. You have? <laughs> yes. So, this is where it was based it. off of. Oh, okay. Got it, it was based the, off of that. Yeah. The book was originally written about the secret diaries of one of the priests that was involved in the exorcisms. Oh, okay. So, Roland Doe, a.k.a. Robbie Mannheim. How is that a nickname? For it's because Doe? he was... So, what happened... Roland Doe isn't his real name. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like a, a Jane Doe type thing. Got it. And they wanted to keep it secret because, A, he was a minor... B, he wasn't part of the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people would have gone angry had they found out that the Catholic Church was doing exorcisms yes. on him. And also the guy who sanctioned it eventually went on to be cardinal for the area. Oh, okay. So he sort of foresaw that and he was like, I'm not, I don't want it to be out there. Yeah. So, okay, makes sense. Rolando. There's also a thing that says his name's actually Ronald Hunt- Hundler. But I'm going to call him Roland, because I think, I don't know. Okay, Roland. Okay. Uh-huh. That works. So he was 14 years old, and it, this all happened in, like, 1949. And over the course of two months. So he was an only child, and he didn't have any friends, because he's a loser. <laughs> and so he... Are uh, all only child losers? They might be. I don't know. <laughs> they might be. <laughs> Who knows? Who's to say? Uh, so he hung out with his aunt and adults. Like, all of the things explicitly said that he only hung out with adults, which is weird. Um, but he was especially close to his aunt, who was a spiritualist. Oh. Uh-huh. Makes had, sense. Yeah. So there is, most of them start with, like, the events starting after her death. But I have found at least one source that says it happened 11 days before her death. Oh, 11 days before her death. So 11 you days... You know what it would have been great? If it was 13 days 13, before her I know, death. but I'm not a liar, so I'm not going to change it. I know. It. So, on January 15th, 1949, Roland was home with his grandma, like a loser, and, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they start hearing noises, like scratching noises, and they're like, what is that? And they're, his dad is like looking around the house, and he's like, Wait, it's just a rodent. Dad is there too now? They come home and oh, the grandma's okay. like, we're hearing, we're hearing scratching noises. Okay. I and thought, so, yeah. I, w- I got confused. They're trying to call me out. I got confused. I was. Fact check me. 
fact no. check you. So he, they come, his parents come home, they're like, yo, there's scratching noises. It sounds like really fucking weird. Um, and the dad looks around and he's like, it's probably just mice. But they tear up the whole house, there's no mice. Um, and then 11 days later, his Aunt Harriet dies in St. Louis. Ooh. So close. Um, it is pretty close. Mm-hmm. So supposedly, road yeah, road trip to the house, which still stands, by the way. The oh, house, it does? Yeah. Then definitely road trip. But oh. he first starts to experience the haunting or the ex-demon possession, whatever, mm-hmm. in Maryland. Oh, that's further away. I know. But the exorcisms were performed in St. Louis. Got it. So, or at least some of them were. So, um, his aunt dies, and like a lot of people say, he started looking for, to contact her. Mm-hmm. So, supposedly, he had an interest in the Ouija board. So, his, his aunt was... Yeah, I know, right? That's right? a terrible decision. <laughs> I have one in my room, if you want. No. Bring it it's not no. a real one. It's from it's Toys not R Us. A, it's not a real <laughs> one. It's just no. a Toys R Us one. No, let's not tempt fate. Not tempt fate? No. We've, we've literally gone to the middle of the woods. We did go yeah, to the middle of the woods. hung out in the back of her car and uh, tried to summon things. It didn't work. It did not work. It did not work. Is or maybe that, it did. Is that the demon... It's, it's me yeah, now. it's we're <laughs> lying. No, I, I think I've been to church since then. Okay, so, good. I think so because we did that last year, and my um, come to Jesus moment came in like April or something. Yes, oh, I remember. Yeah, you were like all about that Jesus. I wasn't really. I was more like, um, hey, I need a solid. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Don't kill my grandpa. And he, he didn't. didn't. Yeah, so... Right on. I love when you found out you just sent me a picture of yeah, him. Yeah, he you're fucking... Like, lo- he lived. Yeah, he lived, and you're like, fucking bastard. Yeah, he's like, this fucking asshole. Yeah. Listen. Like, I, like, I was totally upfront. I was being selfish. I told God, hey, I know he's a shitty guy, but for personal reasons, I would prefer him to stay alive. Yeah. So, like, that was his... It's on him. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway... Back to the story. Okay. Ouija board. So, a lot of sources say that Roland Doe started uh, trying to contact his aunt through the Ouija board. To the no-no. For, okay, so we're trying to contact people that weren't... We didn't know them. We're like yeah. being like, hey, spirits, you out yeah. there? I think if we would have had been a more name. specific. Yeah. Ended somewhere that was supposedly haunted, maybe. So, I think that's why his worked and we didn't. Mm. So... Do I need to sell mine? Yeah. Okay. We need to beat it up a little bit, though, to okay. make it seem legit. Otherwise, so we can get the most money. Maximum sure. profit. True. <laughs> <laughs> so, back to the story. Um, so, we tried to contact her, and then that's when weird shit got weird. Um, they started hearing more scratching noises. Sacred objects started being thrown on the ground. And his bed started to move at night. Ooh, that's fun. Uh-huh. So they, so they weren't actually Catholic, as I said. They're um, German Lutherans. So so they went to their Lutheran priest or whatever they call them. What's the difference between American Lutheran and a German Lutheran? I think specifically this family was German. Okay. <laughs> I think that's it. Okay. I was um, just wondering if there is a certain. Maybe they're more specific. Lutheran. More Lutheran. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway, so they go to their priest, who is, like, Priest Schultz or something. Maybe it's the fact that his name is Schultz. Um, it's German. <laughs> yeah, it's German. <laughs> so his name is Miles 
Luther Miles Schultz. And he's like, he's interested. He's like, yeah, fuck yeah. I like, like, uh, things moving. I'm interested. <laughs> and so he's like, come over and hang out in my house. And he does. And then he's like, you guys should take him to a Catholic priest. Because <laughs> he witnesses stuff and he's like, I'm not qualified. I'm not doing this. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's that. So he tells them, go to a Catholic priest. And so they do. And then they decide to perform uh, exorcisms. Uh, multiple exorcisms. Multiple? So, yeah. Over the course of two months, they performed 30 acts of fright. Holy shit. 30. 30. That's like... That's so ridiculous. One every other day. Yeah. So, but that's common. Is it? Yeah. So the, the rite is performed over the course of time. It's mm-hmm. not just like a one-off type thing. Mm-hmm. It's sort of bringing back a connection to Christ or whatever. Yeah. You should really watch The Right. It's a fun movie. The Right. With Anthony Hopkins. Okay. Um, it's also terrifying. It's on Netflix, and I like to watch it alone. Oh, it's uh, on Netflix? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I'll watch I, it tonight. Every time I've seen Maybe. it ever has been on Netflix at my sister's house when I'm cat sitting. Oh. So by myself and with the cat. With Murphy. Uh-huh. With Murphy. I'm dog sitting for my parents right now. Lucky. I know. All three of them. We got a pool. Lucky. You want to swim? I can't swim. Oh. <laughs> so, then yes. why did you say no, lucky that you're hanging out with three dogs. Oh. It don't suck. Yeah. Yesterday, my brother's dog scratched my foot really badly. Oh. There's like... That scratch? That's from Bear, but that's because I got him excited and he was on the bed. And okay, so well, that's your own fault. He's fine. <laughs> he did bite my cousin. Like, well, maybe she, He was just on his, her lap. Maybe he could sense the stitches. demon in her. Um, <laughs> maybe. She, I don't know. <laughs> she sucked. Um, no, she <laughs> if she's listening to this, if she, she knows. how old is she? Jesus, twenty five. Oh, 20 something. She's older than me. She's oh. married. She should get over it. She was the one I was went to the wedding. To, yeah. yeah, she's fine. Yeah, <laughs> she she grew out of it. Um. So yeah, so they start performing exorcisms, and one of which they have to stop. So they have to stop the exorcism mid exorcism because. Roland reaches, he pulls his hand out of the restraint, because when you're performing the right, you usually have to be restrained. He pulls his hand out of the restraint, reaches underneath the bed, yanks off a bed spring, and uses it as a weapon and slashes the priest across the arm. Jesus. So he has to go get stitches and they have to stop it. Yeah. So then he starts uh, having, like, Things appear on his body, like scratches and words. One of which, Roland. Roland, okay, yeah. Not no, the, the priest. priest. He transferred. He got well, I, <laughs> Listen, <laughs> maybe. So, um, Roland starts getting those words, and one of which is Lewis, Lewis. as in Saint Louis. And so oh. the mom is like, "We got to take him. We have a cousin there. That's where his aunt died. We got to take him." I don't think that's a good point. No, it's not because if the demons are inside of him and that appeared from inside of him, that's probably a trap. Trap. That's what I think, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so they travel to St. Louis. There they get, like, another priest to consult or whatever, and they perform the rest of the rites. And this is where it gets a little murky as to what exactly happens. But they perform one last rite um, where the words evil and hell appear on his body. And 
So when shit goes down, they're in a hospital, by the way. So if anything happens, they're like, they have stuff ready to like save him. That's good. Mm-hmm. Smart plan. So, fucking gets fixed. He's okay. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so apparently, along the journey, he broke uh, a priest's nose. Um, but he lived an ordinary life afterwards. That's good. And it's hard to say, though, because there's one place that says that on the 18th, he woke up, he woke to seizures, so he, he started uh, having seizures. Wait, who? Who were Roland. Oh, uh, Roland, Roland did? Uh-huh. And they're like, he said, Satan has me and he won't let me go. And then at 10.45 p.m., the attending priest called on St. Michael, like the archangel. Yep. Yeah. To come fight for his soul. And then seven minutes later, after screaming at this little boy to leave him alone, uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's fine. He's like, he's, it's gone. Mm-hmm. It's over. Um, and according to him, he said, they fought in a great battlefield over his soul. So he had a vision, okay. which sounds sketchy. That is sketch. Another thing says that... They, they, the demon supposedly said, because he had, another source said he had over 30 demons, Mm. um, or no, over 10 demons, sorry, I was reading the wrong line, that they, that they would leave him alone once he uttered the proper words, so he said Christus Domini, which is Jesus Christ, and then thunder, and then blah, and then he was like, it's over. Uh, So it's very anticlimactic how it it ended. So let's get on to what psychiatrist said he had okay so they're like top one is sexual abuse he was probably sexually abused by his aunt harriet and so he started acting out after her death possibly another one is that he has had dissociative identity disorder Mm -hmm. and he was like man he was exhibiting the symptoms of this and so then they're like oh he's possessed Another one is group hysteria, which is my favorite one because it means that all of them were like freaking yeah, out over all nothing. Of them were yeah, like, which is most likely in my mind. Probably because they were all seeing it. Yeah. Or hearing things. And there's actually an author named Thomas B. Allen, who recently, relatively recently, wrote a book about it, about how he couldn't verify many of these facts, but he did talk to one priest who was supposedly skeptical. He says this because. Halloran, the one that was whose nose is broken, yeah. um, said he's not qualified to speak on the matter when he was asked, did he believe that he was actually possessed? Mm. To be fair, he was the only surviving priest from that was still alive from the exorcism mm-hmm. because it happened so long ago. Yeah. So part of that was that he couldn't verify a lot of the facts because it happened so long ago and also because um, the cardinal or the man who was to be the cardinal of the area, didn't want a lot of things written down on it. Yeah. So, yeah, that was The Exorcism of Roland Doe. Very interesting. Yeah. Super creepy. Now I need to watch The Exorcist. The Exorcist. The right, I think, is more important. The right is more important? Okay. I feel is more important because it's a lot scarier. Okay. Because I am a fresh child into the world, and so the this form of cinema is a lot more appealing to me than the actresses is. Got it. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Should I go, or should 
Andrew. I think you should go. I should go? And then we should try and incorporate Andrew's thing in as far as, like, Friday the 13th. Was yes. caused by yeah. your creepy sure. stuff. Well, yeah. It's not super creepy. I mean, it's... Then why are people afraid? It's just pretty much Christians. I mean... <laughs> that's okay, a, that makes sense. That's the main thing. They're afraid of everything. Yeah. So, um, biblical tradition was, like, the start of it. This is where, like, it links back to the most, the it makes the most reason, mm-hmm. most sense, um, was that there were 13 guests that attended the Last Supper, which was the day um, of Jesus' uh, Jesus's crucifixion. Yeah, he was like, one of you shall betray me, and then yeah. Judas was just like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he was crucified on a Friday, and Friday was also the day Eve gave Adam the fruit from the Tree of Knowledge. I don't know. So... The calendar stuff. I, I know. So. I was like, well, I how do they know? This is from History Channel, so I trust them. I trust them more than Wikipedia. I mean, I trust them. I don't. You don't? The History Channel is atrocious. Oh, I, I trust okay. them because I like watching them at night. I know I like watching them at night, but only about aliens. And <laughs> but I don't know. So that's what like the Christians and everything think, and so to have like some number that means completeness instead of like. Miserable, miserable, and you know mm-hmm. everything is um, twelve. So the, there are twelve days of Christmas, twelve months, and zodiac That's signs. Why? I never understood twelve days of Christmas. I just assumed that was like you're halfway there. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> almost Christmas. there until yeah. death. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but um, so this kept going around in like around the late nineteenth century. A New Yorker named Captain William Fowler sought to remove the stigma around the number 13, particularly the unwritten rule about not having 13 guests at a dinner table. So he created a club, and they dined regularly on the 13th day of the month, even if it wasn't Friday, um, in room 13 of the Knickerbocker Cottage, which was like a little pub-ish type Place that sounds stupid. That he owned. <laughs> yeah. It, that he owned, too. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> he named it himself. Yeah. Oh. But they had a 13-course dinner, and they would pass beneath a ladder and a banner reading, Morturi ti salutamus, which is Latin for those of us who are about to die, salute you. That just sounds, like, so extra. It's very extra. <laughs> but four presidents were a part of it. Of Chester, Arthur, were. Grover... Cleveland, Benjamin Harrison, and Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, Teddy was? <laughs> Teddy was. Uh-uh. Um, they were a part of it at some point or another. Um, but he tried to get rid of the stigma. But I think it was just more, like, fancy. It sounds like, you know, the, like, it feels like the concept was birthed during a drunk night with your friends. Yeah. Like, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> and also the biblical tradition, it also went back to, like, the Knights of the Templar. Which nobody knows much about, but... Oh, I thought you were going to tell me about it. No, there's not much about them. They're just really people who wanted to share Christianity a lot. With a sword. Yeah, with a sword, pretty much. <laughs> like, as in, join Christianity or you're going to die by the yeah, sword? pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And there's uh, King George something, or some, I don't know. He took some of the Knights Templar 
and killed them on Friday the 13th. So Who did this? King George? One of the kings. One of the Georges did it. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not this shit. <laughs> I don't want this shit. I'm going to kill you all. Um, but, like, the whole idea of Friday the 13th mm-hmm. was, like, officially put in stone in 1907 with the publication of the novel Friday the 13th which was written by Thomas William Lawson about a stockbroker who plays on superstitions about the date to create chaos on Wall Street and earn him a lot of money. That sounds so boring. Yeah, it sounds, sounds so, so boring. boring. But that's the like the record show, the first thing, Friday the 13th. Mm. And then, of course, in 1980, when Friday the 13th, the movie came out, mm. then it was like, Friday the 13th is bad. So, what was the most recent Friday the 13th movie that came out with, what's her face? Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know what it was called. I didn't see it. I wanted to, but also no one else did. So Wasn't that, that's Michael Forkey's. Is it? Yeah, not, uh. Yeah, that's uh, true. The hockey mask That one. is true. The, They're all the same. Yeah, they, all they might as well be. Yeah, <laughs> they're all based off the same one. Yeah, but that's Friday the Thirteenth, and the so Jason. Jason. Yeah, I think it was Jason. Jason is Friday. Yeah, yeah Jason. Yeah. Did you ever see the Jason X movie? Oh no, that was so bad. <laughs> that means I don't need to see it then. Yeah, no, don't yeah. waste your time. This one's about Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. Yeah, that's the one with Jason. I didn't know Jamie Lee Curtis was part of the original Halloween. Yeah. That's, what That's why. One. I think that was like her first movie, too. It is. Filmography-wise, yeah. I'm yeah. looking at 1978. Who's Laurie Strode. Wow, wow, wow. Anyway, that's the history. Yay. The Hooray. somewhat history of it. Nobody really knows. Well, and I think this Friday the 13th is supposed to be a full moon. It's a full yeah. moon, yep. Yeah. Which makes it even so. worse. Does it? Yeah. Spooky. Everyone is crazy on Friday the 13th. Yeah. And then add a full moon onto that. Yeah. I'm it's even worse. going to be at yeah. work and I'm like, oh, it's going to really suck. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe someone will come out and perform a ritual out on the property <laughs> and then you get to call the police and watch it on the cameras. Oh my God. You will not believe what happened the other day. <laughs> Did someone come out and perform a ritual on <laughs> the property? Um, a mating ritual. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I'm glad none of that happened while I was overnight. Yeah. I was, I mean, and I'm not a prude, but I was kind of like, I'd really like to call the cops right now. Because yeah. this Why is outlandish. You? Where were they at? In the middle of the sky space. In the middle of sky space. And there space? is a camera in there now yeah. that has a light. Ooh. So you can see everything. That's and it's just like, Joel, ah! I... I I'm not comfortable with this, sir. No. <laughs> oh, and shout out to Joel in the control room. Are you making him listen to us? I am. Yay, and Joel. he enjoys it, so. I'm glad he does. Because we'll be sitting there, and I'll be, like, watching the cameras, and we're listening to his music, and then he's like, what do we listen to the podcast? I'm like, Aww, yes. Okay. Usually, usually I'm like... Oh, I'm doing something right now, but I'll play it in a minute. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't have Spotify. Oh. So, I'm going to encourage him to, to get, get Spotify. Spotify yeah. That's my goal. But he's on Facebook, so I told That's him true. about the Facebook page. page. And 
told him to get on it. He's so. doing a lot more work for us than we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, a lot so. of it's word of mouth. Yes, yeah. that's what I've been trying yeah. to do. I'm trying my best. I'm glad he likes it. Yeah. I miss Joel. I do too. He's Joel's great. Joel's a swell fella. He's a very swell fella. The PSA, if you have sex in public, you will be registered as a sex offender if you call the police. This so don't do it. If you call don't the police. Do it. So if someone calls the police on you, you will be registered oh, as a sex offender. The way you worded it made it sound Let like... Let me call the police on if myself. You, yeah, if yeah. you call the police <laughs> on somebody having sex in yeah. public, then you're the one who's... No. <laughs> okay. Oh boy, I'd be like a 500 times sex offender then. Because yeah. at my old job, it was like every day and we'd call the cops. Yeah. So I'm, sure. I'm glad it's not that way though. <laughs> that is good. Because I yeah. wouldn't be in jail. No. And that would suck a lot. Yeah, it would. Mm-hmm. I hear it's not nice. No. Not at all. <laughs> it's not like orange is the new black or anything. That doesn't sound, that sounds not nice either. No, it's not nice mm-hmm. either. But somehow better. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I stopped watching it after that old cancer lady broke out of jail. Uh, Pretty early on. So like after the first season. I stopped. I started the new season and then I couldn't get through the first episode. It was that bad. So So that's our opinion on On Orange is the New Black. (laughs) Now let's go to Andrew. Andrew's turn. Okay, so... I am doing the murder of Catherine Genovese, also known as Kitty. A little background on her. She was born on July 7th of 1935 in uh, Brooklyn, New York. She had uh, five brothers and sisters of uh, Italian-American uh, parents. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Why many? Right, well, yeah. many? Brooklyn and... Brooklyn and, and Italian... Which means Catholic. Yes. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. so she was a cancer, in case you're a cancer. <laughs> <laughs> um, she attended a all-girls uh, high school named Prospect, Hi- Prospect Heights High School. Um, and she was claimed to uh, be self-assured beyond her years and have a sunny disposition. She had to die. That's <laughs> yes, you can't live that's, with. When I read that, I was, I was like, like, yeah, she must be murdered. Yeah. Very, quite brutally, actually. <laughs> yeah. I've um, never heard of this one, so I'm... Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, it's... It's rough. It's rough. Good. Like, when I was doing the research and reading about it, I was like... You're going to get angry. I, I'm going to get angry? I almost didn't want to do it because it made me angry. Good. That's I'm good. Just like, I want to hear This is then. absolutely horrific. I want to get angry and then go. Punch um, so, <laughs> in uh, around 1954, her mother actually witnessed a murder, oh. like near their house, I'm guessing, and they decided that they needed to move to Connecticut. And not the so, best place. To I like Connecticut. It is a nice. I like parts of Connecticut. Yeah, parts of it. I imagine it's a beautiful and foresty. That's what it's yes. Like the nice parts are. Yeah, the yeah. nice parts. The bad parts, I would say. I've only been to the nice parts. I oh. went there when I was visiting my best friend, mm-hmm. Karen Jean Spies, <laughs> <laughs> and in New York, and we had to make sure this old lady in Connecticut didn't die in her sleep. So <laughs> it was funny because they never told her I was there, 
So what we would do is I would switch out with her cousin. So we would not all three of us would ever be in the same room. And since this old woman was old and like low-key racist, she couldn't tell us apart. <laughs> and so, yeah. so she she never knew I was there. <laughs> That's great. Uh-huh. So unfortunately for Kitty, uh, she had just graduated high school. So she did not go to Connecticut. She mm-hmm. remained in Brooklyn. And, uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, within a year after her graduation, she was married. Oh, wow. And within a year of that, the marriage was annulled. Oh. <laughs> at the end of 1954. Real quick. Why? Yeah. Um, it didn't say. I imagine. I, yeah, I think it may be the fact that she was, what? 18? Maybe. Yeah. 17 or 18, yeah. But I mean, they married young back then. Not that young, but... Yeah, but if you're like, this was a mistake or her parents didn't like it, then you yeah. quickly went back and yeah. like, oh, my parents don't like this. And so then... That's true. I mean, it could, you know, it could have been financial, too. Yeah. You know, Many been reasons. been a lot of things. I feel like, well, the one you described it, I imagine they, they like, somehow accidentally signed <laughs> <laughs> the marriage certificate and they had to go back. It's like... Whoops. <laughs> right, right. I want to take this back. Yeah. So, um, after that, she moved into an apartment, um, I'm guessing by herself. It I'm wasn't impressed. really clear, right? It wasn't really but also, clear. also, it's 1954. Like, um, <laughs> but she was working some clerical jobs, which she really didn't like. I mean, being a, you want to work in an office at 18? Yeah, yes. nobody does. No. I, I sure don't. I know. <laughs> if it gets the bills paid, listen. I mean. No, and I totally agree with that. I don't know. But I would be like. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> yeah, I'd be so unhappy though. I've never done it, so in my mind, I'm like, it doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> I, my first job, I was 14, and I worked for my mom sorting paper in an office. And I loved my mother, but that was the worst job in the entire world. <laughs> So wow. you hate your mom? No. I <laughs> so you're saying? Well, she fired me after a week. Oh, <laughs> that's fucked so up. So I was like, oh well, I was 14. It was summer, and Is I was that like, legal? <laughs> Were you really working for your mom? I I was. In the eyes of the IRS. N- well, no. No. <laughs> I got a paycheck though, so oh, that was pretty sweet. You, you know, having like a couple hundred bucks as a 14 year old kid, it's like. Good. My, right. my dad used to make my brother help him with his business, but it wasn't in the office. He made my brother do roofing. <laughs> That's pretty hardcore. It is. He was like 10. Oh, crap. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, my mom was like, she didn't know. She thought that he was going to the office and not to the location. Oh. So, one, like, my brother came home after like a month of doing that work, and she was like, Why are you so tan? <laughs> Yeah, and then she found out, and she's like, stop. Oh, my God. (laughs) Why are you so dirty? So, um, after she decided office work was not for her, it was the late 1950s by this time, and she accepted a position as a much more exciting bartender. Oh, that's a big jump. Yeah. So, in August of 1961... Uh, she was also arrested for bookmaking. Wait, what? If you know what bookmaking is. No. Uh, 
she was taking bets. Oh. It's okay. a bet maker, basically. Got it. Um, I guess bookmaking book is just like you're keeping the books. Yeah, like hmm. a bookkeeper, pretty much. Yeah. But. For bets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, On what? The, Horse races. Horse races. Oh, yep. specifically. And it was from bar patrons, so this oh. was like her side gig at her main gig. Mm. And I guess her employer did not like that. And yeah, her, I don't think so. Her and her girlfriend, uh, D. Guarmieri, were both fined by the police fifty dollars each and, and both like... fired. $200 real time. Yeah, yeah. That is what I thought. But soon after, she uh, got another bartending position at a place called Ev's 11th Hour Bar on uh, Jamaica Avenue and 193rd Street in Queens. And uh, she was soon managing the bar because the owner was kind of a laissez-faire owner. Uh, just kind of a, it. I'll let someone else run it. I mm-hmm. just own it. Yeah. Kind of a deal. Um, and she was saving money by working double shifts, and, uh, so, I mean, she'd be working really late into the night, Mm -hmm. and she was saving money to open an Italian restaurant, Mm -hmm. because that's what you do in an Italian neighborhood. That makes sense. And if, I mean, you could also (laughs) join the mob. True. I would do that. I would do that. Owning an Italian restaurant. Me too. I would own an Italian restaurant. As a front. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So is this like a deal? Yep. Okay. Let's do it. Who here is Italian? Because they're not letting us in. (laughs) We're not. Um, I'm Irish. (laughs) They don't like you especially. We could start our own. I'm like... German English. That's those are the most boring the European ones. mob. We'll do uh, an <laughs> LGBT <laughs> mob, a mob, and do it as a front as a gay club. Alternatively, we could always pay for twenty three and Me and figure out what our origins <laughs> truly are. Mine is truly Irish. I did Maybe. The ancestry. I did the ancestry too. Oh god. Maybe I'll have some Russian in me. We can get in. <laughs> yeah. That's even worse. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so, um, she, uh, was now sharing an apartment in a place called Koo, K-E-W Gardens, um, yeah, with her friend Marianne Zelanko, which she met in 1963, so this was even a few years after she was already working in the bar. Yeah. Um... So, down to the uh, the murder. It was about 2.30 in the morning on March 13th, 1964. And she was leaving the bar where she was working, and she drove a red Fiat. They had Fiats back then? Yeah. I didn't realize that went for she did. Yeah. No, that's what <laughs> yeah, I thought, I, mean, I was like, wow, the Italian girl. I can yeah. Italian that. neighborhood. True. In the Italian yeah. part of town, driving an Italian car. I don't know, I just like, felt like it was like, I guess it's 1960. Yeah, I guess we've always had Fiats, it's just oh, now. Oh, look, this is what it looked like. Oh, oh, that's nice. cute. Oh, she's gonna get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's driving home, and she is stopped at a traffic light when a man named 
and a terrible son of a bitch who should rot in hell named Winston Mosley. So he's a murderer. Yes. Okay. Winston. Winston. Winston, yeah. I would probably be a murderer with that name, too. Mosley. <laughs> Listen, there are worse. He could have been named Barry. Yeah. Jermaine. <laughs> there are a lot of really bad right. names. True. Worse than Winston. Um, but he was sitting in his parked car near that intersection. Mm. And uh, he followed her home, and it was about 3.15 a.m. by this time. And she parked her car at the uh, railroad station near her apartment, and about 100 feet from her apartment. And she had to go through an alleyway to get to her apartment. Um, so as she's walking towards her apartment complex, Mosley was following her already. Um... And basically ran up on her with a hunting knife. Oh my god. And stabbed her twice in the back. So he's a coward too. Very much a coward. Um, While this was happening, Genovese was screaming, Oh my god, he stabbed me, help me. And this is where it starts to get really screwed up. Oh, great. Aside from... Like, the murder. The murder itself, <laughs> but the side happenings... Okay, were, the side happenings. So okay. the side happenings are several neighbors heard her screaming for her life, but only a few of them recognized it as a cry for help. And because you know, you just generally scream, Oh my god, he stabbed me multiple times. No, right? Yeah, <laughs> I scream that all the time. Uh-huh. And one of her neighbors named Robert Moser shouted at the attacker, Let that girl alone. Let that girl alone. Yeah, and nothing else. <laughs> and this, I mean, I guess it was enough to get him to run away. Because I guess maybe he's like, oh, I might be spotted, or they might see my face or something. Because he's such a coward. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so he ran away, and Genovese was still alive oh. at this point, and she made her way into the rear entrance of the building, and, I mean, she was seriously injured, yeah. but she was at least able to get inside the building. Um, but the witnesses saw him get in his car and drive away. But that's not all. He came back ten minutes later. Oh my god. With a clever hat for disguise. Oh oh my god. (laughs) So he went and go went to go go get my nice hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me go get my murder hat. Yeah. Yeah. Finish off the job. No one will recognize me with this fucking hat. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So um he went around and searched for her because she obviously wasn't where he left her. Yeah. Uh, so he searched the parking lot near the train station. He searched the train station and everywhere. So he is holding this bloody knife still? I don't know if it was, like, in his hand. But he still had it on him, oh. I imagine. I mean, she wasn't dead when he mm-hmm. left, so he's probably like, I'm going to, you know. Finish it. Yeah. Go Mortal Kombat and finish her. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so... She is 
laying in the hallway um, in her apartment building because the door is locked and she wasn't able to open it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And no, I didn't get it. <laughs> There's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so she's laying unconscious in the hallway. And now is even worse because they are out of view of uh, anyone that might be able to help. Uh, even though her neighbors are shit. Yep. Yeah. So he proceeded to stab her several more times before he raped her. And then robbed her of forty nine dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, pretty big scumbag. And after that, he ran away again. And it says that these attacks spanned about half an hour, and that she did attempt to defend herself. They found knife cuts on her, Mm -hmm. on her hands and arms. And uh, her neighbor, Sophia Farrar, found her shortly after and held her in her arms. Oh, um, good for you. <laughs> Hope you feel yeah, good. Yeah. So, kind of the, um, afterwards, the police were called, but this was also before 911. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot, like, yeah. it, 911 was created in, like, the 90s or something, yep. which is crazy. Well, like, in New York, it was... Created only four years after this happened. Oh, okay. And New, it, that's just yeah. New York City, though. I don't think we had a national 911 yeah. until until then, though, which is so crazy wow. to think about, you know? It is. Um, I think it was in the 80s, maybe. I don't know. Continue. I wasn't out. alive. Um, but, uh, so, one of the witnesses said that his father actually called the police on the phone and said, you know, hey, there's a lady getting beaten up near my house. You know, can you send send the cops? And I guess then they didn't really respond to phone calls as Mm -hmm. urgently. Yeah. They didn't care. Yeah, it was... None it of wasn't, the police cared. Yeah. Until... Uh, oh, I mean, this is true. This is New York. Yeah. And... Just so, one person well, died. They were just like... Eh. No, right? It was back when it was still a heaping pile of garbage. And yep. so... Um, I mean, multiple people ended up calling the police that night over this incident. You know, this murder. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even until... 4.15, so we're talking, like, at least an hour later, that an ambulance showed up and picked wow. her up and took her to the hospital where she died. Um, and then she was buried on March 16th at Lakeview Cemetery in Connecticut. So she made it to Connecticut, but unfortunately not alive. Yeah. Um, her roommate, Marianne Zalonko was questioned um, in relation to the murder because uh, they thought there may have been some kind of negativity in their relationship or... What? Yeah. They um, thought that she was involved or that she did They it. thought she did it. 
how would you okay. how, how would you rape her if right mm. that doesn't make right. any sense um but uh she was in she ended up being cleared um Good. of that soon after because Winston Mosley her murderer was arrested for robbery oh. in another part of Queens called Ozone Park mm. um I've heard of it in Law and Order Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Law and Order. Law and Order. Um, so what happened was he uh, was arrested for suspected robbery after, I'm guessing, a police officer. It wasn't really clear. Um, I would assume it's a police officer discovered a television set that was stolen in his car. Mm. And so he was arrested for... For that and one of the detectives had recalled one of the witnesses seeing that same vehicle the night she was murdered which, mm-hmm. which was a Chevrolet Corvair um which murderers drive Chevys only murderers drive Chevys no Bundy drove a Volkswagen I'm not saying that murderers can only drive Chevys but I'm but saying that all people that drive, drive Chevys all are Chevys <laughs> All Chevy drivers are murderers. Uh-huh. Well, I don't drive a Chevy, so... I'm not it, then. I'm not it. <laughs> I drive a Toyota. Okay, there you go. Not it. Not it. Glad I won't be a murderer, then. <laughs> no. Don't buy a Chevy. Yeah. I don't want to be on the show unless I'm a guest. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, Andrew now. He... <laughs> Accidentally killed someone on this way out. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> However, my brother-in-law drives a Chevy Silverado. Oh. Mm-hmm. Murder. Murder. Why Doesn't do you need your that sister much? listen to this podcast? No, she's oh. not supportive. I thought she liked the Instagram. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so, the uh, detective named uh, Mitchell Sang uh, questioned Winston Mosley about his whereabouts that night, and eventually he confessed to the murder. Was it, like, after 13 hours of interrogation, or was it, like, um... um, It didn't really say. It just said that after some questioning, he admitted to it. Because as much as I want to find... I want to hate people, because I do, um, I also am very aware that the New York Police Department, as many police departments, are very corrupt, especially in the 60s. Oh, yeah. 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 So maybe they're like, oh, people are fucking pissed. We need to get someone. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, Could have been. I'm typically just... not a violence-prone person, but I hope he got a little bit of New York phone book treatment. I oh, hope yeah. so. Yeah. So, I mean, because this guy is a total Scum. scumbag. Yeah. Um, so he also admitted to murdering two other women. Oh, okay. On top of this, one of them was named um, Annie Mae Johnson, who he had shot and burned to death inside of her apartment in South Ozone Park. And that was just a few weeks earlier. And then the previous July, he murdered a 15-year-old girl named Barbara Kralik. Um who he murdered inside of her parents' home. Oh, my God. Yeah. So imagine being her parents and coming home to that. Like, 
I hate this man. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's horrible. Um, I'm glad he's dead. Yes. He's dead, we, right? Is he? Watch, he's still alive in prison. He, Better not. I'll get to that. Oh, fuck. Uh, great. Um, so he was charged with the murder of Kitty Genovese, but he wasn't charged with the other two murders because they didn't really have any proof at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes me trust um, this one more. Yeah. Yeah, if they weren't willing to pin other stuff on him or weren't able right. to. Exactly. That means well, they yeah. weren't trying there, to force court. Yeah. There were some other circumstances. Um, there was another man who had also confessed to the murder of the 15-year-old girl, Barbara. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name was Alvin Mitchell. Um, but I believe when I was reading it, he actually was... Uh, they finally did pin those murders on him mm-hmm. later on. Um, because I think in one of them, he was brought in as a witness for the defense, and he confessed to the murder in court. Oh. And that guy ended up getting um, released, but I think he ended up going to prison for murdering someone else, eventually. Oh, okay. So, I mean, this is like, this guy is just, like, surrounded by murderers I guess and assholes. Seems like it. <laughs> um, so his trial began June 8th of 1964, um, which they originally pleaded not guilty, but he changed, his attorney changed his plea by not, to not guilty by reason of insanity. Um, because during his, uh, time murdering people, uh-huh. he, he was rather insane and, uh, it was also said that he was like a necrophiliac. Well, obviously. And, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they had a basis for it, I suppose, um, but the judge didn't buy it. Good. So he sentenced him to death. Good. Did he get there? No. Oh, okay, there you go. He did That's not because he. I believe uh, they did go back. And they didn't do, like, a retrial, but they resentenced him because they did find that he was, in fact, a crazy person. Mm. And so they changed it to life in prison. Damn it. Yeah. So they didn't, at least they didn't overturn the, the no. conviction? No, That's yeah, true. no. He, he wasn't going anywhere. Um, so is he dead or is he still alive? Um. So, he is dead. Okay, okay. good. There he, you go. And I had to throw this in because I used to read a lot about prison riots, mm-hmm. but he mm. did participate in the Attica prison riot, oh. which was, like, one of the really big yeah. ones and uh-huh. ones that, like, that is. just, like, chaos everywhere inside there. Which yes. I think is also the riot that saved Arthur Shawcross. I wonder if they knew each other. They probably did. Possibly. Assholes. Yeah. Both of them. <laughs> yeah. They both suck. Um, but yeah, he uh, he was denied parole 18 times. He was Good. up for parole? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. But he, there was no way he was getting out. The last time he was denied parole was November of 2015. He was still alive. He was still alive. Oh, um, oh my God. He did die in prison on March 28th, 2016 at the age of 81. Good. 
Uh, he had served 52 years and was actually one of the longest-serving inmates in the New York State prison system. Wow. And that's it on poor Kitty Genovese. Mm-hmm. That was a brilliant yeah. story. Yeah. Brilliantly told story. It also, I learned about this in AP Psych when I was in high school. Really? Yeah, because of the, what is it, the crowd theory? Where like, oh. if you're in a crowd, you're yeah. less likely to take action. Yeah, so and, someone else will and do it. that was going to be the other part I was going to bring up, but I didn't really want to take away from the main story. But no, yeah, I, I it, feel like they're, the whole thing of like, there are people... There are two types of bad people. People that do bad things and people that watch bad things happen and don't do anything. Yes. I agree. Um, But one of the... And and that theory, that psychology theory did come about because of this. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's been kind of criticized because the original reports that they used to create that theory were not... Accurate. Very accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I didn't know they called the police at all. I just thought they all hung out yeah, in that apartment. Yeah, and I mean, there was probably nothing that they could have done, anyways. Maybe I mean, pulled her into their own apartment after the first attack. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. The, yeah. the people there could have done something mm-hmm. for sure. The police, however, but I mean, there's a psycho guy out with a knife. Maybe respond to, to you know, that you got like a shotgun in your apartment yeah well new york i don't know how it was back then but now new york gun laws are very strict no Mm -hmm. extremely extremely strict um but this murder also did help spur new york to create the 911 system good and it was one of the first major cities to get a 911 system like a Mm -hmm. legit Mm -hmm. you know not you know, this is the desk sergeant, what do you want? Yeah. You know, a literal, what's your emergency, we're on the way. Exactly. That's sort of good. Deal. At least something good came out of it then. Yeah, unfortunately it happened, but, you know, yes. like you just said, yeah. something good came out of it. Yeah. So. I mean, it's like with Amber Alert. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks yeah. that it happened, but, but, like, it created something. Yeah. That has saved other children. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. We should do Amber. I think so. Yeah. Uh, What's the other one? Uh, well, you're gonna hate me. Um, the other one did not save to my device here. Oh, that's fine. But it was Tupac. Yeah. Tupac died on Friday the thirteenth. Tupac died. But did he really? Is he living in (laughs) Jamaica? Theory. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We could go even further Mm -hmm. into it. And and that one was kind of a last minute. Mm. thing I was like maybe I should just throw that on there just in case they want an extra one <laughs> so but I, mean, I failed you so specifically you I failed you all no. I failed everyone no I think you that did yeah no this was yours was probably the longest one that and for today especially but mm-hmm. and especially better than mine well there wasn't <laughs> all of them are good <laughs> we're all winners yes hat on the back can I get everyone. a trophy no Oh. Give you a high five. Crisp high mm. five. Crisp high five? Crisp high five. Air five. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for being a guest yeah. star. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Hopefully we can do it again. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm always down. And like awesome. I said, if you need a researcher or anything. Yes. So. 
Google or like a historical fact checker. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, real time. We'll just like ask you like, hey, yeah. did this? Are we full of shit? Did we? Yeah. Are we full? Just shoot me a text. Oh yeah, we will have to. Or call whatever. Yeah, just matter. call you while we're on yeah. on air. Yeah, I'll phone a friend. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. Right. Or if you need like ghost stories, I've got a few personal ghost stories. We could for Halloween. Do a personal ghost story thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have ghost stories. They're not super long, but they are a little freaky. They freak me out at the time. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Just like standing there and like, oh shit, ghosts. Yeah. I think we all have personal ghost yeah. stories. I mean, my ghost stories aren't necessarily... I don't remember them, but they are the reasons why we moved. Well, yeah. So you... I was involved. You were involved. <laughs> yeah. Three Mine were I remember. Mine. Little? Yeah, I was three years old, and oh, there was gosh. some weird stuff happening yeah. involving oh, me, and so we left. Oh, whoa. Yeah. There's a closet. There's a needle. There are... A needle? Yeah. Tune in on Halloween. Yeah, we're gonna have to <laughs> yeah. Halloween episode. Yeah, Halloween episode. Oh, That'll man. be fun. All right. Well, yeah. thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Thank, thank you. you, Andrew. Yes, thank <laughs> you, Andrew. <laughs> and thank you, Joel. Joel, we love yeah, you, Joel. Joel. Right, now we have two fans. Now <laughs> we have two yeah. fans. Two we'll have to bring fans. him. He has ghost stories. Oh yeah, oh, I believe Joel's him. got great, great stories. He does. He has haunting eyes. <laughs> <laughs> 